This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Russell, nine for nine to nine different receivers. Wide open, Dulcich. First game in the NFL. Touchdown. Here's Eckler, and that is Eckler. Oh, just refusing to go down. Touchdown, Chargers. Scott hits it. Hangs it high. It's short. And uh, get hit. loose ball. No signal yet. And it belongs to the Chargers. That's good. Scott puts it down. That's good. The kick is good. And the Chargers win it in overtime. Welcome into BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you on this Tuesday. What the hell is not going on? We've caught a couple of different series going on in Major League Baseball today. I'll call it the start of week number seven in the NFL because we're breaking down these games each and every day, talking about the line movements, movements, all the information coming out. Oh, the NBA here, by the way. Uh, we're midway through the college football season, so so much going on. couple of great guests Coming up in the final hour of the program at 11 a.m. Eastern, our college football friend Michael Felder, Field of 12, always strong opinions. Fun to check in with him. And at 11.20 Eastern, we've got Zach Price dropping by with his NBA futures, player futures, a lot of different angles. And it is Futures Day on this Tuesday, so a lot to go over. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQLDaily. I'm at Joe Ostrowski, Aaron at Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, we had another primetime game that absolutely sucked. So there was that last night. I mean, the under was clear, free and easy, primetime yes. unders, 12 and 6 on the year. So I didn't think it was going to play out that way after the start that we had a flurry of points. So I guess you give Hackett and Russ some extra time. It looked like they were pretty good on the script. But not much there. And uh, Herbert, not much there for the Chargers offense. Yeah, you know, I did the BetQL chat. So if you download the app, you can um, enter chats during games. It was a blast. Um, shout out to our Twitch family who joined me on there. Uh, but yeah, it started off, we were calling Russell Wilson, Rusty Russ. And I was like, oh, you know, he doesn't look so rusty right now. What's going on? Yeah. Like, should I live bet the over now? Because that total was going down from what it was earlier. But no, um, good thing I stuck with the under I didn't hedge in that situation and uh, I had to wait a little while for uh, Russell to get the 12 and a half uh, rush yards but I was all fired up when he did it was a great night I had fun it, it was an interesting game but what do we make of this Chargers team winning three straight um, they started off one and two and now four and two tied with the Chiefs atop the AFC West is, is, is well, this just good luck, or what do you make of this team? Because they didn't look dominant, I wouldn't say, in that game last night. I hit the prop. I was off on the side. So with that side loss, Chargers loss, 3-2 and two on the week in the contest with Paul instead of 4-1. and one. So that part was frustrating. The prop was – it was easy uh, evident in the first drive that that was going to go over. 
four and a half catches for Eckler. He had 10 on the night. Oh, yeah. 16, 16 targets. Oh, my God. When Keenan Allen's not out there, he's just lo- looking for Eckler a lot. I know Herbert ended up finding a lot of guys. Um, something I want to bring up when we have our uh, team futures conversation, because there are a lot of opportunities, especially with some of the divisions, is just this. And the Chargers are in this large bucket. I think Denver's in this large bucket, actually. What are the Chargers? They're one of 25. It's like we've got the top three that we're all going to have in some order in our power rankings on Wednesday. You've got the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Eagles in some order. I think we disagree a little bit on that, and then I'm sure we will tomorrow again. And then there's like 25 teams that are all the same. Like yeah. The Chargers are in that group. I think They're doing the say, Paula yeah. Abdul, as you call it. <laughs> right. <laughs> With the cat. The I it's just what's the difference? I mean, you ask most people, they would say, Yeah, the Chargers are in the top end of that group. Maybe they're top five, top six teams, and maybe the Broncos are in the bottom end with, with the record that they have right now. The Seahawks without Russell Wilson have a better record right now than Denver. Uh, but as we saw last night, in LA, it goes to overtime. What's the difference between these two teams? I know it's it's the cool thing to do is to rip on the Broncos, and I'm all about that. Uh, I do think Hackett I mean, is slowly, slowly getting better. But, like, yeah. they're not that different. These two teams are not yeah. that different. And I know the Chargers yeah. are beat up with the offensive line, no Keenan Allen stuff, but, like, these teams aren't all that far apart. And then I roll my eyes. Another Russell Wilson loss and another injury. A new injury for him. Were you yeah. just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I was kind of annoyed. I, I, I don't know. The whole Russell Wilson thing, it is fun to pick on him. I guess I'm a hater, but he was 10 for 10 early in that game. I thought, oh, wow, he's turning things around. Here comes that Broncos team everyone was expecting before the season started. And then, sure enough, it all stalled and slowed down. And then we went to overtime. There was the muffed punt. It would just got, it oh, was man. just, blah. <laughs> there are some, there are some really interesting betting angles. And one of them is the first touchdown, Greg Dulcich, who looked really good, really good. And he was available, I think, 45 to 50 to one I saw at some spots. Mm -hmm. Like, who would have thought that? And and he was involved throughout the entire evening. So there's that one. And we know Broncos cover under is easy. Go to overtime. It was never a sweat anyways. Under is now 60% on the air. We're back to that mark. And then there was one popular sports book that had a boost and the boost was herbert one plus touchdowns free money guys minus 800 we're gonna boost it to even money did not hit (laughs) Wow. wow we joke about it all the time when they boost something run the other way here's another example add it to the list minus 800 Herbert, one passing touchdown, nothing. Zero on the night. And that was the most pa- most passes in 57 in a win without a touchdown that we've ever seen. 
Wow. You know what I learned last night? So I'm not a huge live better. I do it once in a while, but I have an absurd amount of bets throughout our show and enlightening bets. But by the time the games come, I'm like, man, I'm tapped out. I can't, I can't get involved. Well, last night there was a guy who was telling me that he hit par parham parham the six eight guy parham. um yeah. twice because the books weren't catching up with his stats so yeah. i i was like wow that's something i'm sure a lot of people who listen already know about but i thought that was really cool if you don't know about it that if you are into live betting i thought that was an interesting angle just to look you know if they're slow to catching up and just hammer the over because you know he's going to get another catch so that was kind of cool you, you know I, if you told me, okay, here's the situation. And, and there was all this sharp money throughout the day that you could see as the line was moving, coming in on the, on the dog and they ended up being right. Um, if you told me, which was a big part of the handicap, all right, the Denver Broncos are going to score 16 points. I can promise you that they're going to score 16 points. I'm betting the Chargers 100 times out of 100. Even though that was a tough matchup, they were missing Keenan Allen, offensive line concerns. I'm still betting the Chargers every single time. It was the wrong side, but um, I, I would make that bet again. I've, I mean, that was a big part of it. That and, and Paul tweeted it right after the game, and we brought it up throughout the week. That once again, the Broncos can't hit that 17 mark. That we, you know, th that offense is so pathetic. I mean, of uh, StatMuse put it out of all the top eight defenses in points allowed: Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Denver, and they're at fourth. Tampa, Philly, New England, New York Giants, top eight defenses, points allowed. The only one that is below 500, these Denver Broncos, because they can't do anything offensively. Like this AFC West is straight up bad at this point. After six weeks, it's bad. It was going to be the greatest division that we've ever seen. That's not hyperbole. That was written about. Go Google it. Greatest division of all time. People were talking about the 2022 AFC West. And right now, it is a two-team race after six games. And I don't see it changing. Yeah, minus nine net passing yards in the second half. Um, I mean, that that just points to what, you know, you got to fix something if you're the Broncos. Um, is Do you blame Hackett? Is it on Russell Wilson? I mean, he looked right. a little different, but now we're hearing he's got another injury. So, it's not looking good for that Denver team at this point. It's not looking good for Melvin Gordon. I mean, how the, oh. they had a Gordon cam last night, basically. He was ticked and off. People have been hammering his unders, too. Yes. That's probably coming right? to an end. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to keep posting his unders if he's truly the third or fourth <laughs> running back on the roster exactly. behind Russell Wilson? I mean, Enjoy Boone's getting it while it lasted. <laughs> yeah yeah they just brought in latavius murray off the street and like he's their number one back like this guy who wasn't playing football is better than you melvin gordon like he looks like he might walk away it's like a cam Akers situation you know what else made that game terrible last night not only the lack of scoring and and that's something we've seen this year throughout the league which is quite surprising mm -hmm. oh my god the penalties now, I'm not saying most of them were undeserved. There was a lot of pass interference, but 19 penalties for 240 yards between the two teams last night. It's like so many pass interference calls. And then you could have the conversation about where you can hit the quarterback. Oh, you're too high. Oh, you're too low. It's like anything on these quarterbacks, uh, they're going to call it, especially with name players. He's not good this year, but Russ, he's a name. Herbert, certainly a name. People are waiting for him to to make that jump. Herbert, 
he may be, uh, I think, fourth in odds in the MVP. It's fourth or fifth. It's like he's always in that top five. He is so far away from being in that MVP conversation this year. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm not seeing it with the Chargers. I'm, I mean, Joe G's going to die with them, but like, I was I'm, just going to say, I, no I brought interest. it up in the chat. I just don't think they're there. They're not. It's no. like you said, there's the top three teams, and then there's a significant drop off and a bunch of teams. We really don't know what we have, you know, and Herbert has the talent, but it's, he doesn't look elite. He's not Pat Mahomes. And Staley, not only is he not doing, he's backed off his super aggressive thing. He's just, if he looks yeah. fully broken, like the timeout management, the clock management, like I don't, I don't know what he's doing half the time, which is just a total bummer. It felt like our bet was dead early. I, I was holding out hope. Okay, maybe the kicker's hurt. Maybe they'll go for the touchdown instead of setting up for the field goal, even though Lombardi's making the terrible calls. I'm surprised. With Lombardi style, and I know, St okay, compared to Staley in, say, last year, he's conservative. But he's still much more aggressive than your average coach. Right, yeah. I was at 13-10. It didn't feel like that's when you're kind of screwed. Like, And we were hoping for overtime, to be honest, or a Russ pick six at the end. Like, that was our best shot in mm -hmm. a walk-off touchdown. Um at 10 10 yes. you know they came back the way it started was terrible and then i was like all right like are the broncos really going to do this all game and they weren't i again like you said the handicap was right it like it yep. just the chargers are like you said much closer to the broncos i don't know when do the broncos win again sure it could be this week against the jets if not it could be a minute it might be a while did anyone bet well, okay. the broncos to have the worst Fewest wins at yeah. 151. Yeah, I was root. I was so happy last night. I'm like, yes, we got to keep. Okay, well, I'm trying to look for a case for it, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Jim. no, yeah, that's I was actually uh going in that direction as well. Um, I'm forgetting what I, I'm checking the odds that I got on that on that as well because I'm in on the Broncos for worst record. I think it was 150. Yeah, I look. I saw it last night, and I'm sure we all got it at the similar same number. So, is this live? Um, yes, it's going to be tough to catch the Panthers, but there are here are the teams with four losses. You know what? I'm not even going to list them. I'll, I'll just count them off because there's too many of them. Let's we can count Houston, right? One, three, and one. We'll count Houston in that mix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Four, six, eight, ten. God, the NFL sucks. There are 11 teams with four losses. <laughs> what is this? Wow. And I mean, this, wow. is such, right. this is such, the NFL sucks, right? I'm going to be honest. The, I love it. I bet, bet it. We talk a lot about it because there's a lot of interest and I watch every second of it. The NFL sucks right now. There are three good teams. And honestly, I'm not quite sure that the Eagles are there, that they, they are a cut above everybody else in the NFC. Because if if they didn't have that goose egg next to their uh, name in the standings, I think that a lot of people would say, you know, they're not great in this aspect. And they're not. But it's just like, God. I mean, I'm go you can go go down and make a case for like teams that are ranked 20th or 25th and, and show us how close they are to teams that are viewed uh, as Super Bowl contenders. So... Is there a way to take advantage of that? There is 
seven, maybe wow. eight games of a six-point spread or more this coming weekend. That Well, there's that, and there are also NFL team futures that you can take a look at. And and we're going to take a look at that next. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawkswick just heard from our EP, Paul Aspen there. NFL team futures, where do you go? Look how wide open this NFC is. So where is their value? There's got to be value somewhere. We discuss that next. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.